Hey everybody, welcome to the Ascent Church Podcast. We want to come alongside you, so click subscribe to never miss life-changing and encouraging content that we release every single week. Our heart is to tell others about the life-changing truth of the gospel. I want to challenge you, would you share this with one friend who might need some encouragement? And we love it when you spread the word by sharing on social media and letting us know where you're listening from. Enjoy today's message. Well, hey, Ascent Church. We're so glad you're with us today. My name is Thomas Lane. Most of you call me T Lane or Pastor T. And welcome here to Ascent Church. It's a little different today. This is an online experience. This is what we're calling Sabbath Sunday. It's a little different. A lot of churches do this that we look up to. It's a little different for us. And it's an only online experience. And what we're doing is we love our A-team. We want to give our A-team ample rest. I don't know if you're on the A-team, but our A-team serves. They make Ascent Church happen every single week. And we want to honor them. We want to give them some rest and some margin. And we want to start this new year strong, rested, eager for whatever God has for us in this new year. So thank you for understanding. Thank you for being here with us. It's going to be a little bit of a different day, but we're excited to take some time to reflect, recap the year, and get focused as we head into a new year together. Let's take a moment and pray together, wherever you are. Would you bow your head with me? Father God, this day of rest, whether we call it Sabbath Sunday, online only, whatever we're doing right, God, right now, God, whether we're at the gym or on our couch, we ask you to help us to pause, to take a breath, to rest. In this busiest season of the year, maybe we haven't done that yet. Maybe we haven't had any silence, any quiet, any time to reflect. Help us do that now, God. Help us think about all that you brought us through this year. And help us with eager anticipation look forward to all that you're going to do this next year. Wherever you lead us, whatever you do, we ask that you are glorified. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Y'all, probably you're at home, probably on the couch, probably nice and cozy, maybe in your jammies, maybe scrolling on your phone, but let's take a few seconds and connect before we move forward. Let's connect on social media. You're probably holding your phone right now. Maybe maybe Christmas Eve was your first time here. Let's connect on social media. You can find us on Instagram, either Ascent Church VA or me, pastor.tlane, T-O-A-N-E. It's January right around the corner. New year, new me. I know we're thinking about the gym or we're thinking about this and that. So much is going on. And if you're looking for a new habit for the new year, I challenge you to check out our podcast. Let's set the tone for the new year. We'd love it for you to subscribe on YouTube, which is probably where you're watching right now or any podcast platform, maybe Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to get caught up, if you want to learn more, if you want to be notified when new messages are available, make sure you do that right now in this moment together. And finally, a new series starts January 7th. We're back to our brand new, sir, to, to our new fall service times from last year. We're keeping them going. So join us at either 8.30, 9.45, 11, or 12.15 for a brand new series. It's called Hard Press. We want to set this year Right. I just want to do two things today. Real quick, I want to look at some scripture and I want to reflect. But as we get to that, I want to share a story with you that we shared to our A-team a few months ago at a team night. There's a young man by the name of William Borden. Maybe you've heard of Borden Dairy, all right? If you like milk like I do, maybe you've heard of that. He's got some cheese. He's got some good stuff. Okay, this family, this is way back in the 1890s. 
this young man, I think they were from Chicago, that area, but he was studying at Yale and he had this interaction with God. God came to him and he met this young man in an incredible way. And what you know about this young man, this young man had it made. He was wealthy. He had this career path. He had it made in the shade. Everything was lined up for him. He was wealthy. He had this career, had this great education. He was at Yale. But God called him in that moment to become a missionary. And not just any mission work, but to go to northern China and reach the Mongolian people. A people up to that time had never heard the gospel before. They were an unreached people group. And you could hear the stories right now saying, this kid is crazy. He's young. He's got money. He has a career path. He has an education. Why would you leave something so, so set out for you and pursue this? This is crazy. It's not a bad idea. Someone else can do it, though. You shouldn't be doing this, William. You shouldn't be doing this at all. But God called him to do it. And as he was finishing college, so the story goes, he gave his inheritance away, which is about a million dollars. Now, a million dollars is a lot today. Nobody's turning it down today. But in the 1890s, this is a huge amount of money. He gave it away to mission agencies and he moved. All right. He moved to Cairo, Egypt to learn Arabic to go reach this people group. That's what he did. But here's what happened. A few weeks in, just a few weeks on this new adventure for the rest of his life, a few weeks in, he contracted, I believe it was spinal meningitis. And within a few days, weeks, he was dead. He passed away. A young man. And this calling that he felt like God had told him to do never came to pass, never came to fruition. And as his friends, family were coming to clean out his, his little apartment to, to, to clean out, you, you would think in his journal we'd find some anger, some bitterness, some resentment, some, why did God abandon me? Why did God let this happen? And maybe when you look back on your year, you've got some similar questions. How could God have let this happen? I thought he was calling me. I thought he was with me. I thought he had a plan for my life. Maybe there's some seasons from this year that you still have some disappointment, some lingering regret, some goals you had at the start of the year. You didn't even, not only did you not meet them, you didn't even get close to them. Maybe some areas of life, you're in a bigger hole than you were when the year started. When they got to William's journal, they did not find resentment. They did not find regret. They did not find anger. They, they, found, they found this little phrase that stuck with us. It's still with us today. He wrote this down. He wrote this down. He wrote, no reserve, no retreat, no regrets. These three little phrases I want to look at for the next few minutes. No reserve, no retreat, no regrets. Let's break this down. Point one, let's enter 2024 with no reserve. Don't hold back. Now I want you to flip with me to Exodus chapter 33. It's one of my favorite verses God's people are going through the wilderness to the promised land. And Moses says this. This is a great verse for you as we head into a new year. It's a great verse for any season, but especially going into a new year because it's uncharted territory. God's people were facing some unknowns. You may be thinking, what's this year going to hold? What's this school year? What's my relational life? What's my financial life? What's my career? What's my spiritual walk going to hold this year? What's God going to do this year? God's people... We're saying, what are these giants we're going to face in this land? What cities are we going to fight? What challenges await us? There's some uncertainty. And Moses said this. Moses said to him, then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. I don't care about the milk. 
I don't care about the honey. I don't care what the future holds. But God, if you're not with us, we don't want to go. May this be our mentality in our heartbeat in the new year. May we not be so focused on goals that we neglect God. But whether it's good, whether it's challenges you lead us to, whatever it is, may we have this motto. God, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. We just want you. We just want you. As you know, our church is entering a new season, trying to figure out all the details for the future and where God's leading us. It's an uncertain time. I want to have that motto. We just want you. Your family, your marriage, your dating life, your finances, whatever it is. Whatever you're hoping changes in this new year. That Those four words, I hope you hold on to them in your heart. It's this, we just want you. We just want you. Now, a lot of churches, a lot of preachers do a message similar to this as the year ends and a new one starts as we exit one year and enter another. And, and there's a theme. And if you watch 10 messages like this, you'll probably hear someone say, 2024 is going to be your year. This is going to be the best year and this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And there's going to be a lot of promises and there's going to be a lot of hype. But I'm not going to stand here and say, this is going to be your year because I want to finish that sentence. This is going to be your year for what? Because some of you, it's going to be a year of joy. There's going to be high highs, but some of us, it's going to be some valleys. Some of us, we're, we're going to be diagnosed with some. We're, we're going to get disappointed. Things don't, aren't going to really go as we thought they were going to go. And I don't want you to feel like for a moment that that means God has abandoned you, not for a second. Whatever this year throws at us, the good, the bad, the ugly, the giants, the, 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 the armies, the, the fortified cities, whatever it is, may this be our prayer. We just want you. That's point one. Let's enter 2024 with no reserve. Don't hold back. Point two, if you're taking notes, let's enter 2024 with no retreat. Don't Turn back. Now, some of you are afraid to turn back. Literally, if you're driving and you have to go in reverse, you're like, I'll find a new parking spot. If I got a parallel park or drive my car backwards, I'm going to end up in a ditch, in a tree, in the ocean, somewhere. This is not your cup of tea. It's not your thing. But some of us are constantly turning back. We're starting this year excited. God's leading us on a direction. And the second things happen, we're like, I don't know about it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting cold feet. I don't know if I want to be here. I don't know if I want to go this route. Second Corinthians 5, 17 says this. Paul writes, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, anyone, anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. I love the, the, these four words for you as we start the year. The new is here. Now it's a new year and there's something about the season. New year, new me. And you got gym goals, you got relational goals, you got church goals, you got career goals. You may have, you may have 20 goals heading into the new year. But if you're in Christ, this newness is not only accessible to you in January, but every single day we are a new creation. And it's not nothing we've done. It's something that he has done in your life. Don't forget it. Never for a second. Never for a second. I wouldn't get through this sermon without quoting Lord of the Rings, of course, obviously. 
And one of my favorite moments in the books, it's kind of in the books and the movies, they, they kind of smash them together a little bit, but Sam and Frodo are on this dangerous path of the journey. They're trying to go to this volcano and destroy this little ring, and it's dangerous. They feel alone. It's treacherous. They're scared, and they're reflecting on old stories of people who wanted to quit but kept going. And Sam, one of the heroes, says this. He says, folk in those stories, they had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. And Frodo said, what are we holding on to, Sam? You may feel the same way going into New Year. What, what, what am I holding on to? What's going to get me through? What's going to keep me focused? Sam says this. What are we holding on to this? That quote, there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. When I get tempted to turn back, when I get tempted to slow down, when, I'm get, when I get tempted to quit, when you get tempted to quit or slow down or turn back, I want to challenge you. Remember, there's good still in this world and it's worth fighting for. Think of your kids. Think of your legacy. Think of this community. Think that God put you here for such a time as this, not only in this location, but in this time. Friends, listen to me. Point two, let's enter 2024 with no retreat. No retreat. Don't turn back. Are you ready for point three? Enjoy your coffee. Hopefully the kids aren't screaming at this point. We can get through. Let's get through point three. All right, you ready with me? Point three, let's enter 2024 with no regrets. I want to tell you, don't even look back. Now, I'm not saying don't, don't, don't glance. I'm not saying let's not live in the past. Good, bad, or ugly. Let's not live in the past. Luke 9.26. Sorry, Luke 9.62. I love this verse. Luke replied this. He says, no one, no one. It's pretty all-encompassing. No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back, hold on, is fit for service in the kingdom of God. When you take your eye off of where God is leading you, your direction inevitably changes. I love that Jesus, in talking about discipleship, and talking about following him, and talking about living our life for God's glory, the, the illustration is plowing. Now, plowing's hard work. It's hot, it's sweaty, it's labor-intensive, it's hot, it's hot, but also, but also, it's, it's, it's kind of monotonous, isn't it? Just going in a straight line. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but if you're plowing a straight line, and for some reason you're looking this way or that way, you can't do the job, can you? you that, that line starts to get a little crooked. It starts to swerve, and God is calling us to keep our eyes fixed Upward on Jesus Christ, who he and he alone is the author and finisher of our faith. When I'm driving around town and I see someone on their phone, right, while I'm driving, I give them a little honk. Now, I got a Honda Accord, so it's not impressive. It's a little beep, beep. It's just like, hey, I see you. Don't tell anybody. One of my staff, he got a ticket. He got a ticket for holding his phone while he was driving. I ain't going to tell you who it was. It wasn't our creative director or anything. He's not watching me right now or anything like that. But I won't, I won't say who. I won't see here because we're going to end the year on a good note, okay? All right? Ticket free in the new year. The whole point is this. Let's enter this year with no regrets. Don't even look back. Stay focused on where God's leading you. One step. And, and this whole illustration, do, do you see it? It's one step at a time. Saying yes to God every single day. Being obedient every single day. Putting him first every single day. Plowing is not really an exciting job. 
And sometimes following Christ is not this huge, exciting job, but saying, but saying yes, being faithful, being obedient, and stepping forward. That's going to lead us where God's calling us to go. It's going to make us into who, who he's calling us to be. Let's fix our eyes forward. Back to William Borden as we close up. Now his story seems like he failed. It seems like God called him to some great and he failed. And the question remains, did God abandon him? What, what did he miss here? What, what happened? Now his story became famous. It became famous. So many millions of people heard about it. And he, in his life, he inspired thousands of people to become missionaries. Thousands to step up. It's possible he did more through his submitting to God, even though it was through his death, than he ever could have if he had lived the rest of his life. If he had lived his whole life and his goal was to send out a thousand missionaries, that would be incredible, miraculous, wild. But through his obedience and through his death, look what God was able to do. Here's the point. William didn't know that. William Borden did not know that. He was just obedient. He was just saying yes. He was just moving one step ahead at a time. Here's what I want to tell you as we enter this new year. As we leave one and enter another, it's not on you to write your story. It's on you to be obedient. It's on you to trust God. It's on you to move forward. It's on you to say, yes, Lord, knowing that he's always with you, that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Seek him, put him first, follow him this year in all that we do. And all that we do. This story can be inspiring to us. It was inspiring to thousands of people who left their comfort to go join the mission field back then. But don't forget what this is pointing to. Don't forget what this is alluding to. Don't forget that Jesus Christ left the ultimate comfort. We think this guy had it made. Jesus Christ had it made. We thought this guy had it, had it easy. Jesus Christ was in heaven. The ultimate safety the ultimate riches, and he left it all knowing he would die. William didn't know he would die. Jesus knew he would die. He knew that he was going to take on the sins of the world. The wrath of God would come down on his head instead of ours. Jesus did that for me and for you. Never forget as we enter this year the gospel, my friends. Let this be our motivation. Let this be our comfort. Let this be our fire as we head into a new year that although we are more sinful and flawed than we'd ever believe, at the exact same time, we're more loved and accepted in him than we could ever dare hope. Look at Jesus. Look at what he did for you. Look at what he laid down for you. This is someone we can trust our steps to. We can trust our day to day. This is someone we can trust our 2024 to. We can lay it at his feet. We can say, guide me. We can say, lead me. He's God, he's good, and he's with us. And no matter what this year holds, if it's the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, we can trust him and know that he will use this year for our good, yes, for the city's good, yes, but mainly for his glory. Friends, let's enter 2024 with no reserve, no retreat, and no regrets. Would you pray with me? Father, may we be a people who enter, who exit one year and who enter another with no reserve, no retreat, no regrets. May we boldly step forward into who 
you are calling us to be and where you're calling us to go. We thank you that we can gather and briefly just meditate on a few little verses and on a story. May we always lift our eyes to see the gospel. And as we go into this new year, if we have a thousand goals, that's fine. If we're focused on this and that, that's fine. But God, may we never forget who you are and that you sent your son to die in our place. May that guide our year. May that guide our decisions. May that, may that, guard, may, may that guide our, our, our choices and our steps every single day. I thank you that you are with us through this entire year. Whether it was the best year of our lives, whether we're closer to you than ever before, or maybe it was a, it was a rough year, God. But give us confidence knowing that you are God. You are good and that you're with us. May we trust you with this new season. We lay it all at your feet. Use it for your glory. Be glorified in us, in our marriages, in our families, in our careers, with our children, wherever we go. Be glorified. May we be a people who can trust you every day, every step you take, every step we take with you. Father, be the author and the finisher of our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. Be sure to check out past messages that will be sure to encourage and challenge you. Let's partner together to reach as many people as possible with the life-changing truth of the gospel. Would you help others find this podcast by rating it and leaving a review? And if you're local, we would love to meet you. Check out our service times online. Thanks for subscribing, sharing with a friend, And we will see you soon.